Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the P1 podcast with myself, Tommy, and Esty Bestie. Oh, he is wow. here. <laughs> Straight. This is unbelievable. We were actually speaking the last time... Well, the first time we ever had a Formula One drive on our previous venture was you. And once again, P1. Traditions. You again. Well, what an honor. It's Thank an honor you for very us. much <laughs> for, for coming to see me. And uh, I see you are all kitted out as well. I've actually got more Alpine merch yeah, than you do. Very uh, true. Very I stole true. the t-shirt. That's well, there you go. Happens. It's all yours, man. All yours. <laughs> How are you, my friend? I'm very good. Very good. Just came out the simulator just now. So came to see you during lunch break. So, uh, yeah, good to see you guys. No, it's amazing to see you as well. Uh, so you, you just come out the sim. You were saying, is it like going from a cinema to a to like daylight, where you just like you know you see lights and all of a sudden your your, your eyes have to kind of adjust? Yeah, pretty much. Like when I came out, it's like for the first time I see the sun again. You know, so uh, I'm like like this for like the first two three minutes. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's important though. I mean, yeah. that's that's what we do now. We contest, so uh, you know we need to do to do these things. But yeah, it's uh, like hibernating in a cave a little bit for for the whole day. <laughs> How often are you in the simulator? Every yeah. week, uh, a day or two, really. Okay. That's what we do. Okay. So and very long sessions. Yeah, whole days. It's like whole full days. test days, yeah. From like 9 to 12, uh, from what, 2 or 3 to 6. That's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Now, I probably should have said in the intro that you are also an F1 race winner because we haven't seen you since Thank that. You, um, Thank you, mate. That, that sounds good to say out loud. Does it sound good to hear? <laughs> yeah, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good, definitely. It's I amazing. mean, it's, it's a beautiful memory, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, time has passed now and, you know, we look for things ahead, obviously, not, not from, from things behind. But when you come in in the factory and you see the trophy, you know, just standing there, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's mine. Yes, that's mine. Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> um, so, right, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about this break that we've been on. We've been struggling quite a lot as, as F1 fans, uh, yeah, especially so, people that yeah. create content in the space. You're like, well, what do we talk about? <laughs> How weird has it been for you to have three races, you start to kind of build a little bit of momentum, and then, boom, one month of nothing? Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been strange. And I can understand, you know, everybody that's been following us and, and seeing F1, you know, coming back and, and the hype that goes you know, with it and suddenly stop, you know, like a, like a summer shutdown. But uh, yeah, I've missed it as well. I've missed the uh, the Grand Prix racing, um, but it hasn't feel like um, like a big break, you know, because we are still, you know, working on things. Um, you know, it was not a shutdown at all. Like the engineers were flat out. Uh, so it has gone by quite quickly, I have to say. Um, and yeah, I mean, it feels good because we are going to be yeah, pretty much five weekends in a row now. So uh, yeah, I was it's say, gonna be yeah. it's gonna be good. For <laughs> now, now there's loads of <laughs> exactly. You've waited a long time, but now the whole thing is coming. So that's gonna be cool. Does it feel like? Uh, so you said it doesn't feel like the summer break for you. I guess for us fans, it's felt like a summer break. But how is it different from a for a driver? Do you, I guess in the summer break are you a bit more chilled out and enjoying it? Whereas in this, you're just kind of carrying on as if there were races. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's pretty much that. So, 
you know, during sh- summer shutdown, um, you, you know, you don't really talk to the engineers. You let them, uh, you know, having some holidays, having time to relax uh, here. You know, we were, you know, having meetings. Uh, we were on the phone, um, you know, quite a lot. Uh, I was still training, like uh, if I was in my winter training uh, program, trying to, you know, get back up and, and try to get as much energy as I can, you know, before it starts to drain uh, in the next five weeks. So, uh, no, it's been it's been a hell of a, of, a, of a three weeks, you know, pushing flat out just to, to be ready. So it was very different to a, to a summer shutdown. Yeah, you don't just have time off. There's, there's, it's no. still work. <laughs> it's still trying to figure yeah. out the car. But it's, it's good work, you know, like uh, there's no work in Formula One that you can complain about. I mean, it's, it's everything that we do is, uh, is privilege and it's fun. Absolutely. And it's the same for us. We love doing what we do. Don't Absolutely. We? So, uh, yeah, there's no work here. Um, so as we're recording this, um, we have the crazy finish in Melbourne. Uh, and next up, we have the sprint weekend yes. in Baku. Don't talk so to me about the finish. In <laughs> okay, yeah, we won't. We won't. Uh, we won't actually going to reflect on that. Uh, but the first <laughs> fan question comes in from Ergie's Muddy. I've completely ruined that. I'm so sorry. Uh, what do you think about F1 trying to become a more entertaining show? And is this the way to pursue the sport or focus more on the racing side? Where do you sit on it? I think there's a happy between, um, you know, to have. I think what we saw in Melbourne was definitely too extreme. Um, especially we were the ones that suffered, uh, you know, about it. Um, but in a way, it brings opportunities as well. Um, I mean, if you take, um, you know, most podiums that were coming from midfield cars uh, in the past couple of years, they've come from this kind of opportunities. So, um, you know, it's, it's a good thing. It can go either way, you know, good side or bad side. But I think... You know, my opinion, I saw something like a Lando quote or something which says, you know, at 50% of the race, um, there should be a rolling start each time. Uh, probably that would be a good thing. Um, you know, at some point, have the show in the first 50%. And then, you know, once the position are settled, um, probably, yeah, you keep on with the race. I don't know what you guys think, actually. Because you are the one yeah. looking at it. Do you yeah, think yeah. that's why it was so crazy? Because I guess one thing that you always get told and what, what you say is that you can't win at the first corner but when there's only two laps to go you kind of can win yes. at the first corner yes, right? exactly. that's why everyone goes for <laughs> yeah, it yeah yeah well that's that's exactly the right phrase I think um, in that one you know you can win in the first corner yeah um, and that's pretty much what happened and we've seen it in NASCAR as well something happened similar where they freeze the race and they restarted it for you know one more lap or something and they all you know went off and they all crashed um, it will also always happen in any categories in racing um, if you restart for just one lap. Yeah, it's weird from a fan perspective. You, th- there was a bit of a mixed feeling. At one, one stage you're going, well, we've got a two-lap shootout. This is going to be amazing. Yeah. But on the other side you go, is this, is this what Formula 1 actually is? Or are we catering now more towards you know, just entertainment, dopamine, always action, you know, you want the sprint race weekends. Is this the way Formula 1's going? It, it seems that way. Um, one question I did actually want to ask. Is we what tried now. I think that was the good thing. Yeah. At least we tried. You yeah, know, we yeah, saw yeah, what yeah exactly. Uh, I wonder how far Formula One will go until it's like, no, <laughs> this is yeah. this is too much. Uh, the question I was going to ask is, why was there so much chaos in the end of that race? Because it seemed like everybody had no grip. It was almost like it had been raining or something. It was mad. Yeah, I, I think the, the reason was that even though most cars were on soft tyres, which uh, was actually a good thing because it would have been even worse if we were not, um, you know, the, the lap that we did, the warm-up lap, it was really slow because there was a safety car in front. So we couldn't really warm up the tires. And it's a track where, you know, people were struggling to, to warm them up already. In quali, we were doing multiple laps and uh, the time was still dropping. So, um, so I think that was why. Uh, basically, we arrive in the first corner, break, there's a lot of dirty air. 
uh, cars everywhere, sun in the face. Um, you break, nothing happens. Everyone goes straight. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty pretty chaotic. Um, but yeah, there was no grip. Well, at least for me in the first one and a half corners. So yeah, F1 seems to be changing a lot at the moment. And uh, Justin's world for you has asked if you could add any custom rule to F1, what would it be and why? Same car for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. would be my rule. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think genuinely think that Formula One as a spec series would actually work? I think, you know, it's. I love the the tech side of things. I think Formula One always has been, you know, the. I don't know if you say that in English, laboratory mm. um, for for any technology that goes into cars. So so I love that and I'm a big fan of that. But is it not true that what makes the sport is actually, you know, the human inside and the human... It's you. It's you. Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think if we had, the, you know, the same weapon to fight uh, all together, it would be, you know, more down to the sport itself more than, than the machinery side of things. And I, I think there would still be you know, an engineering and the best team and and still the the engineering side of things would be interesting. So you still get good teams that you in like F2 and exactly. like better teams, but the cars are more even because I think yeah. you're right the the fans and I'm sure this is the same for the drivers. I think if it got implemented, there'd be so much outrage over it. But then as soon as the first race comes on and a team isn't two seconds clear of the yeah. field, everyone would love it. Exactly. You've got a 20 car battle yeah. for the lead. <laughs> Actually, this is quite nice, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Although to be fair, like, I, Formula One, as we kind of mentioned, is going down this route of entertainment, entertainment. Why not just on a Friday? Everyone has a few points up for grabs and it is a spec car that everyone just jumps into. You still have the Formula One race on the Sunday. No problem. <laughs> so you want let's to do get, another race yeah, on yeah, Friday? Yeah, yeah, let's have a little spec series or karting. Let them try it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I honestly think now with the level there is, you know, throughout the field, you can split the whole grid by two tenths from P1 to last. If you put the same car to everyone, two tenths. I think that how that's that would how mad it would be, honestly. I want so. that now. I want yeah. It. I <laughs> well, there we go. Now. Let's vote. Let's vote, everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's yeah, make a petition, sign the letter. <laughs> if we get hundred thousand signatures, we yeah. all do. Uh, it has to go to Parliament. Hundred thousand <laughs> likes on this video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm, we might struggle on that one, but um, that, yeah, that's that's really cool. Uh, next question uh, comes in from the Castaway DC. Uh, what era of Formula One would you have loved to have raced in? I think we have a little millions <laughs> <laughs> of things here. Um, yeah, and if, if I would have been racing for Enstone at the time, it would have been quite good also. Um, yeah, I mean, these, you know, the era 2005, four, six, um, you know, those were, I think, the, the golden ones looking at technologies and, you know, the tire war. Um, and it's, it's interesting, again, just to, to have lived, um, you know, that one once, the car was so light. The, the sound was amazing. I mean, Fernando drove that car in Abu Dhabi um, when he returned, and yeah, that was that was awesome. So, yeah, I didn't drive uh, you know one of those cars yet. Um, you hint, hint, do you want yeah. nudge, nudge? <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I want to, I want to give it a go, and uh, and I fit. So, <laughs> uh, just in case anyone's watching this <laughs> that has the keys, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because uh, that was quite a shocking thing for us when we came in, even though you know about it. But we've got the the Alpine show cars here as well, and you look at that car, yeah. and you look at those cars, and I, my first thought was, no wonder you can't overtake at Monaco now because yeah. they're just massive. How big it is, yeah. And how so it almost feels like double the size. It looked big back then. Yeah. these cars. Yeah, but and they now are they so look tiny. Yeah. But would you prefer? Do you think 
is it more because I think they look faster like when yeah. Fernando did that lap it was obviously slower than what you guys are doing but it looked quicker because yeah. the car's like darting around but if you remember he didn't have slick tyres yeah so put slick tyres on that back then that would be something would be else cool. I think <laughs> yeah that would be something else so nice no, I mean it's a different era you have to evolve with the time um, you know the, the engines are now producing you know more power uh, more torque um, there's much more safety uh, you know on board so all of these is obviously the boring stuff, but that's why, you know, the cars have become heavier and now it's better to race as well. Uh, there is more show. Back then there was not much, much overtakes, you know, it was all in the pit stops. Um, and as the much as everyone's like, oh, the glory Exactly. Days. It was great to drive, I think, on one lap, but to be racing, I would definitely choose now. It was a lot more physical, wasn't it, back then as well? You'd yeah. see the drivers like, hobbling up onto the yeah. podium, which is kind of what we'd want to see now, whereas you feel like Formula One at this stage is very much more managing your tyres. Mm. How how often in a race would you say you're pushing 100% flash out, uh, flat out? There are some races where you do so, but back then, yeah, every race they were pushing flat out because there was no degradation and they were just going on for the fastest lap time every lap. Um, I think Abu Dhabi is probably one where you push flat out the whole race because the track cools down and if you don't push actually flat out, the tyres cool down and you are too slow. Um, and the track where there is low deg, I think that's where we are flat out. Um, probably Australia, that was one which was quite physical. Um, yeah, it was flat out from start to finish. But uh, yeah, otherwise, if you go to Bahrain, if you go to all these places, it's difficult because yeah, you just drop off so much. What is Baku? What do you think for Baku in terms of tyre yeah, wear? It could be. Yeah. It could be a flat out race. Huh? And anyway, we're not going to have a choice because it's, it's the sprint. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's also new tarmac. So uh, there's a good chance that this is going to be the way. Nice. Uh, I've got a question from Selena Williamson going forward a bit. And it says, would you still want to work in F1 after you finish your career as a driver? We see like a Ocon racing team or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah, that's. Uh, I actually never thought about this, but uh, I always thought about racing something. You know, that's that's always that was always my state of mind. Maybe combining combining it, you know, racing racing it with something else. Uh, maybe that could be something. But yeah, I'm not at that stage yet. Yeah, you're not exactly looking ahead to after Formula One. <laughs> but I suppose you're saying like racing and other things. What would be that next step do you think or something that you you, you know you've always dreamed yeah. of racing in well i was i was at uh, um the french championship rally this weekend um and this is something i would definitely give it give it a go i've tried also the wrx of peter solberg um in, in lapland that was also a hell of an experience <laughs> i mean the thing was was pulling like crazy it was so powerful yeah. it was unbelievable on ice so uh, trying it on on like dirt or tarmac that would be quite uh, quite something. So yeah, I've I've always liked you know rallycross rally. Um, so that's definitely something I will give a go. Um, then there are always you know the the mythical races you know Le Mans, IndyCar, um, you know Indianapolis. We'll see. Um, but definitely yeah rally. Um, that would be one thing I want to try. Okay, going sideways. That's what you want to do. Exactly. Yeah, I, love <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I like when there is smoke and when you go sideways. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see that, although I'm sure you've got a lot of time left yes. in Formula One. Uh, next question from Tweets by Rowan. Uh, what is your biggest dream outside of Formula One and racing? Is there anything you want to achieve? Um, yeah, I mean, there was always, you know, things I wanted to achieve, like, um, you know, helping my parents to have a, an easier life, a more chill life. Um, 
it was always in my in my head you know that i wanted to to succeed to uh, you know give them an easier time uh, for everything that they've done and for you know my dad has been working flat out uh, 24/7 um you know doing you know the job of 10 people uh, basically for his whole life and and i wanted to you know help them not to have that uh, for from for too long and i'm starting to to being able to achieve that so i'm i'm you know happy in a way um and that was always my main priority um and uh, and i want to do that to to the close ones as well to um to you know the my close family and and my close friends around me trying to help them um to achieve their dream of or to uh you know be happy uh, or happier in life speaking wholesome. that's really wholesome, wholesome. <laughs> we love it uh, speaking of happy uh lily may not has asked where is your happy place where's my happy place i don't think there is a happy place i think there is a happy entourage you know if you are surrounded by the right persons i think you can be anywhere uh, really but at the moment obviously that's always normandy for me it's always you know coming back to to my roots i have my friends i have my family there and uh, yeah we do we do cool stuff things that i enjoy would you not say being in the f1 cars probably Definitely. the closest place to a happy well, place well that's 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 the the happiest place after my family that's for sure yeah um but uh, yeah that's that's where i feel the most uh, you know comfortable everything feels normal you know once i sit in there i feel good yeah, oh, so yeah. I guess uh, at what point in the weekend is your emotions, I suppose, the highest in terms of, is it that getting in the car for the first time before free practice one that you go, oh, I'm back, here we go. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, rolling out the pits or is it into qualifying or the race? When would you say your, your happiest moment? In the weekend? I think the, the happiest moment is when you release the pit limiter for the first time, maybe in the year, you know, once you've been waiting for so long, you release the pit limiter, you feel that power again. Yeah, that's, that's something else, you know. That's something you would never you would never feel in something other than an F1 car. Um, but then I would say the most adrenaline is probably just before qualifying. You know, when you're in the garage, when you know the engineer is talking to you about things, the plan, um, those are the most crucial moments because the race, you know, you do the start, uh, you know, like if there's going to be some fighting, but the positions are settled pretty much. Everything can happen in qualifying. So that's that's very different. And you know you're going to go the fastest. Exactly, you can. exactly. Uh, so it's all in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's me. It is me. Cool. Good. Let's cut that. Um, <laughs> Let's cut that. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, I, I probably should have asked this at the start before I introduced you as it, but this is a very popular question uh, by Victorine underscore GRD. 
What do you think of the nickname Esty Bestie? Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> Please don't say you hate it. Uh, no, <laughs> we no, have to do a, honestly, a different intro. <laughs> honestly, I like it. I like it. I think it's cool. Um, I'm not sure where it came from. I'm pretty sure it's on TikTok that it came from. I don't know the actual origins. No, yeah. no. But, uh, a lot of people say it was Katie Fairman, but I don't think she actually <laughs> did. I think it was just very much, yeah, one of those where it's, it's, it's a great nickname. I well, think thank well. you. Well, uh, a lot of people call me like that, so now I know. <laughs> <laughs> do you get a lot of people because I've oh, seen yeah. TikToks that go whoa Esty Bestie no like, I mean the, the Melbourne, Melbourne walk it was insane like Esty Bestie it was everywhere <laughs> I was like oh wow you know it's probably yeah the first time I, I heard it that much but uh, yeah I like Amazing. it uh, this one's from Ziad B. If I win, if I win, I go, Esty Bestie is P1. Oh, please. Yes. <laughs> no, do it. Write that down. Write yeah. that down. Yeah. <laughs> we'll hold you to that. Um, yeah, this question is, who is Esty's bestie on the grid? Um, that would be Mick and Lance. I mean, it's not a, it's not a secret, but yeah. It's not the guys I get along well with. I nice. found that really interesting that... Um, obviously going back to the racing point days but when you you lost your seat to lance when like you know that whole takeover but you guys were like really close like mates and stuff so yeah yeah, i remember you you kind of like posting like that that instagram saying like at the end of the day this guy's like doing everything that i would to to be in formula one so yeah i thought that was quite interesting that you kind of how how do you know lance is it through junior series and stuff yeah yeah it's been it's been in in go-karting you know that we met um and we've always you know kept contact and we were doing a lot of different things you know outside um you know formula one training together um you know and and we get along super well um you know together so it's not you know because he took my seat at the time that uh you know things were gonna go wrong there was nothing um, you know, from from his fault, um, that 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 was the reason. You know, it's it's a lot of different backgrounds, uh, business from managers from yeah. teams. You know, that went wrong, but in a way, it was always planned. You know, that this was going to be the case. I was never supposed to stay. Um, you know, at Force India at the time. So um, you know, these things. Um, you know, that people thought. You know, it's strange actually that they still get along. It's because yeah, it was not um, the reason was not that one. Well, uh, I will never forget. To that yeah, I will never forget the video yeah. where you had the blue bag over you, and uh, <laughs> I, that's literally burned into my brain. Oh, uh, no. But that was. But obviously, you know, you're you're the, you're the comeback king. And, yeah, but you know, you at the time, I was still um, I was still not realizing that I was not going to race the following year. So oh, right. you know, I had my my wash bag behind, and I was like, oh hey hey Matthew, all good. Oh, you know? that was that was an emotional time for yeah. me. I was just like, he's got a bag on his. I know. Yeah. Right, but look, here you're here now and. Uh, yeah, things be, have changed since yeah, then. Yeah, we couldn't be more and, happy. And everything is okay. So exactly. Thank you very much, mate. For yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, next question comes in from Mick Sadies AMGF1. Esteban. Uh, we know who's a, who yeah, he's a fan of. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Esteban, how does it feel to be the king of TikTok? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a big I'm, statement. I'm very happy to, to have the crown. Thank you very much, uh, Mick. Is that, that his name? <laughs> Mick Sadies. <Yeah>. Mick Sadies. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Um, it's such a fun flat platform just to you know follow the trends and there are so many cool things i think just to interact with fans it's it's just a new way of doing it do you find yourself scrolling a lot you know at night when you're in bed or whatever yeah, you're a TikTok I mean, scroller? you, you get lost yeah. in in those scrolling you know and uh, 
yeah, you keep scrolling and uh, you look at the time. Oh, there's an hour gone. <laughs> where, where did that go? <laughs> you know, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I do end up. So you see all the SD bestie TikToks, do you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, we love it. Uh, yeah, some more crazy questions now. I've got one from F1 Network, which is, have you ever sneezed during a race? Oh, yeah. How, sneeze, how is, um, like, do you Sneeze, worry? fart, everything. <laughs> <laughs> at the that's same time. That's what you were waiting for at the same time. <laughs> and, and that's the TikTok clip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, I'm not going to give you much details, but, uh, but yeah, I've sneezed. Have you ever so, sneezed? Because when you're driving and, say, like, you come up to a roundabout and you sneeze and then you're like, oh, that's a really bad time to sneeze. Have you ever yeah. sneezed, like... Going into the castle section at back, it would be the worst time, right? No, it happens most of the time on the straight line, so I'm quite happy. Oh, I'm good. quite happy and quite lucky in that, that <laughs> regards. But uh, yeah, no, there are some races where there's a lot of like uh, pollen, you know, flying, hmm. and uh, and it can you know get quite you know itchy. So yeah, I guess as well we'd never really know because I guess your head naturally moves anyway on upshifts and downshifts. When you go like that to sneeze, you just you wouldn't actually know if. Well, I think you would see it. <laughs> Yeah, if okay. you really spot and I really tell you, okay, okay. there. Let's know when you sneeze. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing stuff. Uh, next question from C Murray ninety. Who is your favourite Spider Man? Um, oh, difficult question. <laughs> I think I have to go with the original, you know, Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've spent so much hours, you know, watching on on replay Spider Man one, two, and three that. Yeah, it will have to be Tobey Maguire, but I, I I love also Tom Holland. I think he's he's doing he's doing awesome, and yeah, I love the new movies, you know. Um, but it's just because I grew up as a kid watching Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. I think it will have to be him. Yes, it has a special place in your heart when you yeah. grow up with them. Is right? that your favorite childhood movie? Is that yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. you did, you had the Spider-Man helmet and exactly. Yeah, I made I made a couple of tributes, and the one I've done in the first couple of races. Um, it's it's a little bit inspired from Spider-Man Three, you know, when the Spider-Man becomes black um, and mean a little bit. So uh, yeah, that's that's the inspiration. The mean side of Esty Bestie comes yeah. out. Yeah, oh, I love to see it. <laughs> Be honest, how many times have you pretended to shoot webs out of your hands? Uh, <laughs> too many times. And other, and you know what? I had when I was younger. Uh, my grandma bought me the the whole thing, you know, where you could shoot spider webs. Oh, wow. There was like. Cool. Um, what was it actually like foam yeah. coming out? Like, I bet that was the best present. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. I bro I broke it unfortunately in like two minutes. But yeah, yeah. Honestly, I thought about it. You know. Yeah. I thought about it but with the helmet. I thought about doing a release like that. I thought it was a bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. Uh, Anna Christo Nine has asked, "How did winning for the first time feel, and how did that feel feeling compare to your first podium?" Because yeah. it wasn't. That you had podium in 2020 Sakir, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was not actually a long time in between. Um, well, I think a win is a win. Obviously, it has a special taste. Um, but the first podium in Formula One and and after the year I had as well, um, that was quite special. But yeah, I mean, the win is what you are looking for, you know, as a driver. Um, and I've been working all those years. To, to get to these stops, these top steps, you know, at least once for now, um, and I'm working to to have more. But yeah, I mean, it's just dream coming true uh, to have it in F1, and and it opens up, you know, a lot of uh, of of outside things. You know, people are more interested in you. Um, teams are also, you know, more trusting you in a way, um, 
and and you know the team I'm currently in at Alpine they know that I will take the opportunity you know if it if it arises um so you know all these things makes it you know more, even more sweet uh, you know to have win once yeah talk talk me through that a little bit because I, I'm 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 really interested to, to to hear the emotions and and the sort of progression throughout that race because it was a crazy race yeah, and it was a crazy you know race. Y- it was you versus Vettel mm. for the win basically yeah. although to be fair it didn't actually end. it wouldn't have been that way even if Vettel no had passed. true yeah but um, it would, how how bad would that, that, would, have been? that would not have been a way you to know win. he passed me into turn one <laughs> and also if you won and then you didn't get that feeling and oh, then you yeah. came to you afterwards right, it, it would, would have been be, horrible yeah. well, it would have been okay but horrible I won though yeah you would have kind of been taken away. Yeah. yeah so so yeah of course you're, you're leading you led pretty much the whole way didn't you once you, yeah once you 60 got there. something laps yeah. yeah what was that actually like in those especially those last few laps where i'm sure you knew i'm still winning and yeah, yeah. we've only got a few laps left vettel was not going away no what did you actually think in those last few laps well i thought already in the last few laps not the last few laps but already like 15 like this is the longest race ever <laughs> this is so long you know it keeps on going keeps on going um and yeah i just i was just couldn't wait to to see the flag basically already when when the strike happened the bowling strike in the first corner yeah thanks Bottas <laughs> <laughs> anyway the, at that time I thought ah you know there's a good result that we can play here like potentially podium like I, I thought it could have come and then I stopped in the pit lane you know for that red flag and then Laurent Rossi uh, the boss comes in and tells me oh we're gonna win this race man and I'm like, what do you mean, Laurent? I mean, uh, you know, like, no pressure. yeah, no, for like, let's, let's wait. You know, no, he said, you know, I ne- I'm never like that, but I have a feeling I can, did, did I can tell smell Lu- it. Did he tell Lewis not to pit? <laughs> no, I don't know. But he says, that one's, that one's for us. That's exactly what he said. I said, well, okay, well, let's see. You know, he was, uh, okay. but he was so confident that you know he was uh, he was sure that we were going to win. I was like, okay, because we qualify eighth. We, we didn't have the pace to be, to be there at the time. And uh, and then yeah, we took all the right decisions, and a long, long, long time after, uh, we finally crossed the the checkered flag. So yeah, that was mega. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy to watch. Uh, we were buzzing for you, as you can yeah, imagine. Um, but uh, Vettel got close once, didn't he? Uh, no, three or oh, four was it three times. or four times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> super <laughs> close. <laughs> yeah, I saw him in, in my. Yeah, the, the problem was, I think they had a little bit more pace than us, but I was okay in free air. You know, it was at a time where I was lapping, uh, you know, back markers and I was getting close to them and, and I was dropping pace a little bit and he was getting closer at those times. And c- like two or three times, he, he kind of made that fade move into, into turn one. Oh, no. And I was like, he knows that this is probably my weakest area, you know, at the end of the straight and he can dive there and he's going to try at some point because, you know, that's Seb, you know, he's going to have one opportunity to, to get and he's going to try it. And... And I really thought it would have been very close at some point, but you know, he didn't kamikaze move. Uh, Especially of all the drivers to go up against for your first race win, Sebastian Vettel was probably not one you would have chosen. Because uh, I guess does that play on your mind a little bit? Like there's a there's a driver behind a four time world yeah. champion. He's got pedigree. He might try something at some point, as you say. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it does play on your mind a little bit. I'm sure. Well, for sure. Yeah. I mean, when you have someone like Seb, you know that uh, he's not going to let me go and, and I have a chill race in front. That's for sure. But the good thing is that I knew we were fighting the whole year together uh, already, you know, in the midfield. And um, and I knew it was possible to, to fight him uh, all the way to the end. So if I had, uh, um, you know, somebody else like Luis or Valtteri or somebody that was flying through, uh, you know, the pack the whole way, 
um, it would have been more tough, but uh, but I knew I could have kept him behind, and we did so. So that was good. Absolutely, Fernando played a good part as well, didn't he? He did, uh, yeah, with that did. fighting like a lion. Um, final question from Emma underscore Ricardo three: Did you do anything special to celebrate your Grand Prix win, and did it feel more special being with a French team? We had a very good party, um, you know, on the evening with the whole team um, in in town in Budapest, and and uh, yeah, I mean, everyone was so happy, obviously, and. It was just great to to celebrate just before summer break. I mean, it's it's a perfect time yeah, no? that's true, to win a race. You can have a party, you can have a lane, you know, the following days. And and no, actually, we didn't have a lane because there was a lot of of marketing things that came through um, just before before shutdown. But uh, no, it was it was mega. Um, and I remember Fernando telling me just to um, to enjoy, you know, the moment because he couldn't do that on his side when he won his first race. So. Um, yeah, we uh, we did celebrate and it did sink in, so that was good. I can see the smile on your face. Yeah, we, we enjoyed it. It was, <laughs> it was a good it was party. Very good. Um, well, that is pretty much it, that isn't is it, Tommy? Um, thank you so much for coming on our podcast, the no first problem. Formula One driver P1. Absolutely love chatting to you. Uh, as with all podcasts, I'm going to now put Tommy on the spot and say final thoughts. Final thoughts. <laughs> oh, I hate you. Um, really generic thought and just, yeah, just awesome to have you on the podcast. Uh, first F1 driver. Uh, didn't think we'd be here already doing this. So uh, really awesome to have you. Well, thank you guys to have me. It's an honor. And congratulations on your live show as well. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank I heard you. it went, went mega. So. Well, thank you so much, Esteban. Thank you, everybody, for watching. And uh, we'll see you soon for another video. Bye. Slash podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You're listening on audio. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>